Hey, Max. Yeah, Jose? I've got something to say. Oh. Oh, uh, what, what, what do you have to say? I got something to say about childhood nostalgia. Childhood nostalgia? Yeah. Mm, I, I don't know what that is. I've never had that. Oh, never mind then. All right, well, I'll talk to you. All right, yeah, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you next time. Okay. (laughs) I would like to begin by making a bunch of noise as I grab this thing, but more importantly, I would like to begin with a a quote from this article um, by, and I'm going to slaughter this name. Uh, Kushbu Upreti. Uh, it's on the website uh, Curious, like Q I R U S. I'll have uh, we'll have to link it in the show notes. Um, but it just talks about the charm of childhood nostalgia, and I really liked this uh, opening paragraph that they start the opinion article, whatever you want to call it, the opinion piece. Uh, so he says, many of us conjure the past as this rosy, idealized time when everything worked just fine. For us, nostalgia reflects a yearning for simpler times sans the worry and complexities which abound adulthood. Those bittersweet memories act as a solace in times of loneliness, which help us to believe in the perceived connectedness with others. And just for, and I, this is a little interesting bit of information that I didn't know, but I just wanted to share. The word nostalgia actually has its roots in the Greek language, like almost all words. It's either Greek or Latin, but nostos is, is, um, it means uh, home, right? Oh, and wow. and algos means pain. So it was wow. a it was a very common thing in old Greek stories where this nostos was a common theme of the epic hero returning home, but so was algos, where it was the heroic act of returning home with hurt, uh, or the inability to go back to one's roots, and the sort of ache that this longing causes. Um, like, you know, the Odyssey is like a big example of that. So I'm starting very philo- philosophically and yeah. very big idea. But no, I like what, it. when I came to Max with this idea, I told him that I kind of wanted to just talk about the things that made us nostalgic, the reasoning for it. And we'll, we'll see. We'll see if, if we yeah. comment on whether or not those things held up, whether they still uh, have a positive or negative impact on us. Uh, so I, I want to start with a, so an example was I've been having a, a little bit of a rough go. You know, the holidays are always tough, you know, uh, like the season, especially the winter, it can always be tough for people that might struggle with mental illnesses. And, uh, last night I was, I was, I was having one of those, you know, pretty crummy days and I was just like, man, I just need something to, to, to pick me up. I need some, something to cheer me up. And, and I knew that we were doing this episode, so I was like, I'm, I'm going to go for something nostalgic. Because for me, it's anytime I'm feeling like that, revisiting things from my past, uh, especially like visual things, movies or, or TVs or stuff like that, TV shows. TVs. No, TVs. I go back and I dig those old, remember those, those old, old boxy, boxy like, yeah. fat. Yeah. My old I go, Toshiba. <laughs> yeah. I go back and I go to your house. I dig yeah. that one up and I bring yeah. it to my house. And when I'm it, like, when ah. it, you turn it on and it goes, and then it's like, as it like warm yeah yeah man no so so for me one of the biggest things that i really liked as a kid was dc animation like just the dc animated movies and like the tv okay. shows and stuff yeah. like that and they they recently dc animated released a, a new 
uh, movie called Superman Red Sun based on a really great comic. Oh book, no, yeah, I've read that comic. Book. That's a good comic. So book. I was like, I want to go. I want to go. So it was like sort of this nostalgic thing, but also a new thing. Yeah. But I was like, I know that if I watch that, because it'll remind me of other things, even though it's a new thing, I, and I'll, I'll maybe feel better. And I did. Towards the end of it, I was yeah. forgotten what was going on, and I was just so ha- happy or filled with like this warm feeling because it was reminiscent of my childhood. I don't know if you have anything that you... <laughs> As we've established, I have no... no. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's right. I forgot I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you were that no, guy. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to admit it. Uh, I do have a lot of childhood nostalgia. Uh, t- TV shows. So, so you talk about DC animated shows. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't watch a lot of like superhero based stuff as a kid. Uh-huh. Um, I don't. Th- I mean, up until like 2008, when like the start of the MCU, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't super based in uh, superheroes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See what I did there, Jose? That was a super great joke, wasn't it? <laughs> I did it again. Hey, um, is the other Max available? Or um, but one show that I, you know, obviously like. I, I get really emotional about which is Avatar the Last Airbender which you know mm. recently had its resurgence and you watched it for the all the way through for the first time this year right mm-hmm. I still loved it yeah but oh yeah. yeah it's a good show um but for me like something that's crazy is you know it's, it's like for a lot of people when they hear the force theme from Star Wars you know mm. it makes you emotional it makes you cry and but for me the music of Avatar has that exact same effect for me uh you know that the the kalimba playing the avatar's love and and all this mm. stuff just it makes me emotional makes me cry so there's that connection as far as a good show i used to watch and but the other show that a lot of people probably wouldn't know about is um is i think it's the 2003 anime astro boy um, I remember Astro Boy. Well, so there was yeah. that really weird CGI movie that in 2009. No, yeah, no, but I remember But the yeah. anime from mm-hmm. 2000, he's been around since the 60s this character, mm-hmm. but um but that 2003 anime show, uh we would order it from Netflix and get it in the mail ah. and I would put the DVD in and mm. my sister and I grew up watching that anime and I was just talking to my brother-in-law about mm-hmm. it the other day because I, it's on Hulu. I started watching it my freshman year mm. of college because I missed home. I had moved away from home for the first time, and I was like, "Man, I I I miss I miss home." So I I would I started watching Astro Boy, and it's fine. It doesn't you know mm. it's it's good. Like the robot fights are really fun, and the designs are really cool. I don't have the same connection to it that I do Avatar or even like the Studio Ghibli movies, uh, right. which I also grew up watching. Um, but it's 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 kind of a fun show as far as like anime fights. It gets crazy. There's like mm. oh man. Anyways, no. Yeah, but I'll... but going on on that the Astro World or Astro World Astro World isn't that <laughs> Travis Scott or yeah yeah or whatever yeah. <laughs> um, no, going on that Astro Boy. That's sort of I have a, a weird nostalgia which I don't. I, I literally just remembered about it as you were mm. saying that I was like holy crap. So that's why I was looking that up, but for that sort of style of anime animation because it's not just <clears throat> it was it's it was mostly seen with just anime it wasn't really mm-hmm. like a western thing but there was it reminded me of there was an old soccer anime that i used to watch um in mexico and i had to look it up because i could not remember the name because it was just like one of those things where i wasn't like devoted to it but it would come on uh-huh. on tv and i would be like i'll watch this sure it was called gan bear kickers or fight kickers Came okay. out in 1986. It's by Studio Pierrot. Uh-huh. Um, just kids playing soccer is what is it, it looks wait, like. Wait, so it was. Is, it, is it like a Japanese anime that you were watching well, in Mexico? Or is I'm, it produced by like a, a Mexican 
studio. No, it was it was a, it was a I think it was Japanese anime. It looks like it. Okay. Yeah, it seems like it was. Uh, let's see, Studio Pierrot. Yep. I'm sure I don't think it's pronounced in a French way. Pierrot. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like no, detective. Yeah, it Flo-hole. looks like oh, they're the ones behind Naruto, and Naruto Shippuden. So yes, definitely a Japanese anime. Wow. Um, but no, so I used to, it's, it's, I don't know what channel they were on, but there was this whole bunch of animation, uh, like similar animated, uh, shows that I would watch as a kid. So anytime I see that sort of animation, like Speed Racer had a similar animation style. Yeah. And so anytime I see that animation, I'm always like, man, I remember being like six or se- five or six. Cause by seven, I would have been here in the U S but like being five or six and like sitting in my grandpa's living room <clears throat> and like watching this uh these for hours and then just being having a like very bad headache at the end of it and then (laughs) yeah because yeah yeah okay well i have two questions one what is the basic plot of of fight i I don't remember i I don't remember i just remember watching i'm telling you it was one of those like very like casual things that i watched casually um it's about the importance of team bonding off the field apparently Oh, I just remember being like the boy kicked the ball, <laughs> being like I like the boy kicked the ball. And the other thing is, is when you mentioned getting a headache at the end of it, mm-hmm. uh, do you have like cartoons that you watched as a kid that you seemed to always get a headache from? Yes, because for Did me, you... oh yeah, go, no, no, go ahead, because I gotta for... find the specific name of it. For me, it was a uh, Cyber Chase on PBS Kids Go. Mm. Uh, you know, because you know, I would watch Arthur, I would watch Fetch with Ruff Ruffman. I was watching all these PBS shows, but then Cyber Chase. For so- I hated that show. Like I was like, ew, it's mm. math. I don't like it either. And and uh, and I, but like I would watch it all the time, and like I would just sit and watch it, and I would just suffer through it with a headache. And I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I did that as a kid. But I was like, I guess Cyber Chase is on. And then I would just sit and watch Cyber Chase, even though it gave me a headache. Also, did you know Cyber Chase is still going? Yeah, like new I, no, show, I, new I, episodes, I which doesn't make sense to me because I was like, oh, did they update the look of cyber of the cyberspace? Mm-hmm. Because you know, this started in the '90s when the internet right. was all like weird greens and 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 weird like stuff and like it's a very specific aesthetic cyber chase right but like kids are kids watching cyber chase now and being like why does the internet why does cyberspace look like this it shouldn't it just be all white and like sleek (laughs) i hated i hated that what was his name what was the hacker's name hacker played by christopher lloyd Oh, yeah, Christopher Lloyd. And Gilbert Gottfried is 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 Digit, the, the bird. The bird. The bird. Uh, I hate that show. Uh your mom <laughs> put it on the other day for uh Again, no, again, again, I just want to reiterate Jose is a TA for my mom's yes. fifth grade class. We're not just hanging out. We're just hanging with, out with random kids. <laughs> your mom your mom put on Cyber Chase when we were hanging out the other day? I'm that like, was like what? cool. <laughs> I want to say she put it on the other day for the kids, or I put it on while I was subbing. I don't know. One of those two, but it came up at the, at the school somehow, and I just remember being like, oh, <laughs> this crap. This freaking guy. Ooh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an evil... What even is he? What he okay, well, the voice you just a, did a was... was you, <laughs> the voice you just did was his two sidekicks that liked donuts. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> was he a metaphor for, like... 
Yeah, old was, men trying to shut down the internet. I'm pretty sure he, he was had just the pens. Remember? I'm pretty he sure he was just like yeah. I that's one of those weird character design traits that I will always remember for He's no. He's like reason. a vampire businessman. No, he was like he was. He he was kind of he was he was like a virus. He was a virus that was threatening the cyberspace and the motherboard. Which, by tell the way, what, motherboard what. is terrifying. Oh yeah, she's weird. She's weird in three D, and she's got I prefer, weird eyes. I prefer freaking Zordon to her, and Zordon's just a big bald egghead man. Zordon being like, from Power Rangers. Power Rangers, Rangers. Just who, all he does. who would win in a fight, Zordon was, or, or Motherboard? <laughs> I think Motherboard. Weird. I think would. she would. Weird she's, because she's weird. She's weird. I don't understand her. Uh, did you? This is a bit of sidetrack. Did you? Did anybody ever watch this for you and the audience? But do you guys remember? In the Mighty Morphin's pa- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, where it was revealed that Zordon just was laying in that tube <laughs> where his head showed up, because you know they whenever they'd see, did you this watch was... Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? No, Ugh, I mean okay. I, I watched it like I watched it in the way that kids will watch whatever's on TV, so right. I knew like about me it. Me and that soccer anime, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So so yeah. So there's like the tube where his face showed up, right? Yeah. It was revealed in the Power Rangers movie. That he's sick, and then the tube just lifts up, and this old, pud- like weirdly pudgy, pale think Anakin from from like Return of the Jedi when his face is revealed, yeah, is just laying there, and apparently he's been in that tube the whole time, <laughs> like on this weird crystal bed. Anyway, that's a whole thing. Uh, Childhood nostalgia, am I right? <laughs> but uh, on your question of, of if there was TV shows that gave me a headache, there was one that always gave me a headache but i loved watching it i think it gave me a headache because i would just watch it all day if, if i could so i don't know if you had any exposure to digimon i did but it was just the video game there was okay, one video see, game that my friend had growing it's up. very interesting because whenever i bring it up to people they're like yeah digimon like the main series and i'm like no <laughs> i watched this one series that was called digimon adventure and it was a series where Digimon existed as a video game in their world, and then the kids got sucked into it. So it's like a it's like a weird branch off. So like everybody else watched these main ones, and I watched this like branch off, and I was like, oh, that wasn't the main Digimon. They made that just for you. Jose. It was just me. Yeah, it was just like there's just one little Mexican kid uh, in Puerto Vallarta. He's gonna watch TV all day. He's our main audience. That's um, our demographic, yeah, is that one kid. I remember, like, watching it, and I was super invested. That was, like, one that I was super invested in. But I would just sit down, and within, like, five minutes, I'd be like, ow, oh, my <laughs> head hurts, but I wouldn't get up. I remember watching the finale, and it was this very emotional thing, and I cried, And but I don't know if I cried because my head hurt so bad <laughs> or because the storyline was that emotional. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Digimon was that show for me, uh, and... Um, yeah, whenever I get a a a, a, headache, a headache from a, a watching TV, I'm just like, whoa, child. Digimon Adventure. Digimon Adventures, man. So you you, it's funny because when you when you mentioned uh, like getting the DVDs from Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, that's in that's nostalgic to some people, I'm sure, in yeah. its own because remember when you had to do that. Except we never did that. My family never did that. I have hmm. no connection to that. We my parents, funnily enough, my dad ref- was like, no, that's dumb. He wouldn't rent them from Netflix like that, but he would go to Blockbuster and pick them out. 
And I was like, it's the same thing, except they just mail them to you. That's the only you, difference. You at age nine, you're like, it's the same thing, Dad. It's the same thing, man. You, so basically him, what it is, you it's, sit it's down. a subscription service, okay? I'm like, look, so these are the shareholders, right? And so then we're down here. We're the consumers. Basically, it's a, it's a straight, it's a it's a direct link to the consumer. The difference is over here, you got Blockbuster, and I've got like graphs, and he's like, man, I just want to go rent a cowboy movie. <laughs> But that's my other that's a transition to my other thing was going to Blockbuster. And you I don't get that uh nostalgic connection anymore because they don't exist except Max when I moved to the Midwest 2 years ago there's a there's a chain and I, they're not just in the Midwest but they're still around in the Midwest. Hollywood Video or something like that? No, there's a oh. chain of uh video rental stores called Family Home Video. And I went in and picked up an application for a job there because I was like, I have to work at this place. I have to. Like, like mm, I don't know. What? That seems like a front. That seems like a front for some mon- money laundering. Scheme. No, I went inside and it a video definitely seemed like a front. I think it definitely was. <laughs> but no, just going in that one time to pick up a... Um, I immediately changed my mind after I met so the employees. It's just called Family Home Video. Yeah, like they, like someone watched that one thing that would play before movies when we were kids, and it'd be like coming soon to Family Home Video, and then like they just that's watched where that. It was and going. They were like, and it they was were always like, going there. <laughs> so, that's the big one. That's big DVD no, re- VHS rental. After, after I walked in, I changed my mind when I met one of the employees. I was like, oh, I don't want to work with these people. Nope, never mind. <laughs> there wasn't anything wrong with them. They just. Sometimes just, nostalgia, sometimes nostalgia will take you down a road you don't want to go on. But yes, when I went in though to pick up my <laughs> that's, application, that's me trying to find the the moral and lesson from this right. episode. <laughs> uh, when I went in though to pick up that um, application, immediately I was like taken back to going into a blockbuster and you'd get movies and sometimes you'd get the popcorn that they sold there, and they'd have the bargain bins. Did you? Was this not this? Not, so we not, had a blockbuster and now it's a liquor store. <laughs> yep. I frequent it all the time. It's not the same, let me tell you. Not the same feeling. <laughs> oh, you don't get the same feeling walking into what no. used to be a blockbuster and is now a liquor store? No. You don't get that same nostalgic, no. oh, my childhood. Yeah. Glug, glug, I think glug. it's symbolic, though. Because, <laughs> no look, it went from <laughs> I used no to one's... do that to now this. So there's some there's some weird. It's actually, what's crazy is that it's actually a liquor rental store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, I bring. <laughs> I'm going to need this for, the, for just the night. Is that okay? And they're like, yeah. It's crazy that they let that stay open during COVID, but hey, it's Utah. (laughs) Anyways, no, I didn't really go to Blockbuster a whole lot as a kid. I mean, I'm sure we did a little bit, but Mm -hmm. like the only real Blockbuster memory I have is we went there and we rented a a Nintendo 64 game Mm. because they had games there. Yeah, yeah. And we rented a Nintendo 64 game that was like this snowboarding game. And I have a vivid memory of playing that snowboarding game and Mm -hmm. like... Just something about the music and the colors. I don't remember what it was called, but something about the music and the colors has stuck with me all these years. So that even in like Mario Kart, yeah. if there's like a snow one and you're doing like kind of ski jumps and stuff, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is that one snowboarding game we got on the N64 in 2004. And it's like, <laughs> what? Why what? is that? Why is that part of my childhood nostalgia? Like, why is it like mm, this game? I don't remember the name of. Yeah. Chef's well, kiss. It's, it's it's like that anime, right? It's like that yeah. soccer anime. I didn't remember the name or the Shut plot. Shut up about the soccer anime. <laughs> not everything They're is like the soccer. They're paying me a lot of money. I not can't. E- not everything's like the soccer anime. Jose. Everything is like the soccer anime. Oh, what was yeah? it called? Was it fight. fight Go? Or Fight Soccer? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Why would it be I already forgot. 
fight kickers is what it was called. I had to, uh, yes. I had to look it up. Oh uh, yes. Um, yeah, just going in and, and getting movies uh, was was a big part of my childhood. Um, do you have? And, and it's gone now. But, do you have movies from your childhood? Oh, sorry, I don't want to. Yeah. Yes. No. Actually, yeah. That's uh, there's. Um, <clears throat> I actually just rewatched these recently, and it's the Star Wars prequels. Hmm. Huge nostalgic, like never just heard shot of into my arm. I've n- star oh. stars war. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I watched, I think, I I, I want to say that New Hope was the first Star Wars movie I watched on, like, an old VHS tape that my uncles had. Mm. But the ones I frequented, I, and, and, you know, the, the prequels are, they're not my favorites, but they're geared for children. And so those were the ones that I always was like, again, yeah, you know how, you know how, my, you know how kids love government policy and tax yeah, trade. You know how kids love stereotyping whole ethnicities. Whole entire ethnicities and, and, and cultures. Anyways, sorry. Even, yeah, so we'd go down on Blockbuster and when we lived in Mexico, and this is just this is all paid by Blockbuster. This whole episode. Oh, jeez. And we'd get we'd get the, the prequels every time. And this was at the time where my dad was in the U.S., so it was just me and my mom, and she would always fall asleep because she could not stand the prequels. Um, and now as an adult, I'm like, ah, yeah, I get that. I understand why. <laughs> um, but it's Attack of the Clones is the one that every time mm. I watch it, and it's a specific scene. It's the scene where they go into the bar and the guy's like, hey, you want to buy some death sticks? And he's like, you don't want to sell you me death sticks. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. And then he leaves. Yeah. That just that whole scene, every time I'm, I watch it, I'm like, I'm immediately five years old. My yeah. mom's asleep next to me and I'm like, yeah, Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, so anytime I watch Attack of the Clones, uh, I don't like it as an adult. I don't like no. the movie. I don't I'd like say that's, I think that's well, probably the worst. I was going to say it's the worst Star Wars movie, but I don't I mean, know. Rise of Skywalker is a thing. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't like it, though, and I just recently rewatched the prequels. The only prequel I can stand is Revenge of the Sith. But mm-hmm. the funny thing, though, that I remembered was I thought, well, maybe I'll have nostalgia for <laughs> Jar Jar. Nope. I don't think I ever <laughs> liked him, even as a kid. I was always like, this guy's a bit too much. <laughs> a bit too much with this guy, all right? Mm-hmm. This guy's a little much for me. I woke no, my mom thank up, you. five-year-old me, and I had a chart, and I said, look, here's <laughs> what you got. <laughs> I got a clicker and I've got one of those old projectors on like a chair. I'm like, look at this. Um, yeah. What about you? Do you have any, do you have any, um, yeah. So uh, for me, I mean, obviously I grew up on, you know, Harry Potter, Star Wars, all that. But for me, I was obsessed as a kid, um, with, uh, Wallace and Gromit was one of them. Mm. And those absolutely hold up. Those are, yeah. Those movies, those, those shorts and those movies just are on another level. Those shorts that Wallace wore. Yeah. So, as I was saying, um, I was really into the Disney Herbie franchise. I, we used to rent them from the Orem Public Library. We would go mm, to the Orem Public yeah. Library, and we I would rent VHS tapes. That's my yeah. video rental. Place I used of to do choice. that at Payson, uh, the Payson City Library. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so, um, so we would go there, and I would just rent all the Herbie movies one by one, and just watch them on repeat. And now that I've seen them all, because they're all on Disney Plus, except for the TV movie starring Bruce Campbell. Um, I know too much about this franchise now. Um, in 2018, I hadn't watched a Herbie movie in years, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just, I bought the love bug on Amazon. My parents were gone for two weeks. They went on a trip. And I was like, I, and I was about to go to college. And I was like, I'm feeling a lot of emotions. It's time. I'm going to watch the love bug. I was like, mm-hmm. this is a childhood. But I didn't r- fully comprehend how much 
of an effect that movie would have on me at age 18. Because, Jose, and the listeners, watching that movie was like reliving, not memories, like memories didn't come back to me, but like feelings came Mm, back. Like very specific, very specific thoughts that I hadn't thought Mm. since I was like seven. Yeah, I don't know. It was like one of the weirdest encounters I had with childhood nostalgia because it wasn't so much that I was like, I was like, oh, I remember this. It felt like the memories were coming. I, I can't describe it. I don't even know how to explain it. But it wasn't normal nostalgia. It wasn't nostalgia right. where you where you remember something and you go, oh yeah, because I had completely forgotten about all of that. And mm-hmm. then I watched that movie and it was like, wow. Anyways, uh, yeah. are you? What are you? What are you typing I'm, there? What are you I typing just, there, bud? Just so I can you, remember. You're just emailing every listener and just saying, hey. Max hey. is really boring right now. Uh, Max is losing it, guys. Every, you can ju- <laughs> looking for another person named Max to do podcast with. Thoughts, questions? Putting it on Craigslist. Looking for An a man ad. named Max to do a podcast with. Somebody responds, "Hey, my name's Sean. Get the hell out of here, Sean." No, he's like, "No, no. But my middle name is Maxwell." And you're like, uh, <laughs> "Let me I'll get back to you." Anyways, that's enough about the love bit for no, me. No, I no, I think it's it's interesting though cuz I cuz there's different types of nostalgia obviously. Yeah. Like you can get nostalgia from simply watching things and it's like, "Oh, it remind it reminds me of a time when I watched this." And it's a and it, it impacts me because I used to consistently watch this. But then like you said, there's other things where it's like this thing doesn't have to be something that I visually see, but it reminds me of feelings rather than a specific memory, right? Yeah. Um, and I think for me, one of those is uh, The Land Before Time. Yeah. That whole series. It just oh, wow, reminds yeah. me of, it, like for wow. me, childhood is The Land Before Time. Like it reminds, it's, I'll again, say, it's not. We're old now, huh? Aren't we? <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not nostalgia for like specific memories of watching it, but it's just that nostalgia of feeling what it was like to be a kid yeah. and being like, I'm a small child and I'm watching these dinosaurs. You know what I mean? Like it just reminds me of everything oh, that was that good feeling. about. Yeah, it reminds me. I'm a me small of... child and I'm watching dinosaurs. It reminds me of everything <laughs> Jared that felt at age six. <laughs> Wait, what was that? That was, was Ray Romano. Jer- <laughs> Whoa! But it it reminds me of that of of um of a feeling of childhood and sort yeah, of the innocence that definitely. comes from it because like. For me, it was like, you know, there, there's jokes in those movies that go over, would go over a, a kid's head. And, like, I didn't understand the complexities of, like, these people are all going to, these dinosaurs are all going to die one day. It doesn't matter that, you know what I mean? Littlefoot's like, mother has died. Yeah, like that. Like, I went back and rewatched some of them. And it's like, holy crap, this is very dark for kids' movies. Yeah, it's Parents, sad. Like, they're dead. Yeah. He's being raised by his grandparents. And, and, like, there's the whole, like, it's got big themes about, like, you know, uh, sort of these themes of inequality and judgment of, of certain that like species because of the way that they look or as stereotypes that have been associated for them, like how they saw the, what do they call them? Meat eaters or they had a name for the, the T-Rexes and stuff. Sharp, sharp tooth. No sharp. Yeah. I think it was something uh, like that. I like the like sharp like tooths or the sharp teeth. Um, but yeah, so like for me, it's landing before time that does that for me, where it just reminds me of like, just being innocent and like yeah having no worries in the world at all do you know do you know what really does that for me like mm-hmm. the love bug franchise is different now because now i have memories of watching it as as a, as a grown right. adult and so it's 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 been altered but something that i haven't gone back to and i don't think i really will unless like i read it to my kids or something one day 
but um, the Magic Treehouse books, mm, like holding yes, holding yes. a Magic Treehouse book in my hands, yes, just like it's yeah. just like the weirdest sensation of just yeah. like whoa, like it just yeah. feels it it feels like it's like what you're saying about Land Before Time, where it's like mm. I remember just reading this and just thinking this was like this was life was to just yeah. read these books. Like, that's right. just what life was going to be forever. Yeah. It's just like, I'm just going to read this one. And there were, like, the specialty ones that would be, mm. like, they're on a they're on a griffin in, in China or whatever. And it would be like, yeah. whoa! But, <laughs> but like, whoa! <laughs> I'm doing on the that. griffin in China! <laughs> okay, I don't know if I like this character that you keep going back to. It feels it feels off. It feels, it feels problematic. It's just a baby. Just doing a baby voice. Oh, that's what you sounded like as a baby? Yeah. I, I, like like I had the the rich tone of my voice now, yeah. but I just did baby. Whoa, talk. whoa! The Griffin in China. And my mom was like, "Huh?" And I was like, "A wah wah goo 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 guy." You know what I mean? <laughs> so are you just pitching me the boss baby? Yeah, <laughs> I think I am. Yeah, the I'm boss sold. baby starring uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. That's who it is. I was like, "Who is in the boss baby?" They're doing a sequel. Cool. But uh, both the brothers are grown up now, and then they both get shrunk back down to, they get de-aged by magic or technology or something. I don't know. I, I, I watched part of the trailer. I haven't seen The Boss Baby. Sure, the first those are one good. I haven't seen it, so I can't judge it. I'm sure they're fine. One day, kids will do a podcast, and oh. they'll talk about The Boss Baby. <laughs> That's childhood nostalgia. That's the thing, is, you know... This is just a little bit of a side thought, but like things that we might be like, this is dumb, are going to be nostalgic for yep. a kid someday. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, but, anyways, sorry, Magic Treehouse. Going, yeah. Magic mm-hmm. Treehouse is like great. I was always like, man, I love this. Man, I love this. Is that what this whole episode's going to be? It's just me being like, it, and then I used to be like, man, I love this. <laughs> it's just showing that man, maybe now we're not man, so happy. I love man. this. Um, now, here's, here's, here's another um, sort of transition did do you ever get nostalgia because going on things that we watched i love ratatouille and anytime i watch it Mm. i get nostalgia but it's it's a nostalgia for food do you ever get nostalgia from food like anything like much like anton ego can it be like if i eat something and you're like i'm back to being a kid yeah definitely Um, i'm a little boy uh, tuna tuna sandwiches remind oh, me of like yeah. Sunday afternoons with my mm. parents and my sister growing up. Um, what else? Uh, my mom makes a, a very very like these burritos that we do, and it's mm-hmm. probably like white personified or whatever, you right? Know, like, but um, but they're really good, and I grew up eating them, and so I associate that again with like family dinners mm. growing up and just being kids with my sister, and yeah. So I get yeah I get that from food all the time. Uh, what about yeah. you? Um, so every time I watched Ratatouille, I always had to make soup. Like I had to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, cause I was like, he's making soup. I'm making soup. So my mom <laughs> used to, she still does for my siblings, make this Fideo soup. So Fideo is like a, um, it's like if you cut spaghetti up basically is what it would be like. Um, and so, uh, we would always have packets of it at home and we had like the ones that you would make more intricately or the ones that were like ready in like 10 minutes. And so I would always get those and I'd be, I'd put on Ratatouille and I would be making soup. It's like one or the other. Whenever I watch Ratatouille, I'm like, man, I could go for some soup. Or whenever I eat Fideo soup, I'm like, man, I could go for watching Ratatouille right now. I okay, could go yeah. for the watching the Ratatouille right now. You know? Um, Who is this? I don't like that. I don't know him. I don't know him. 
Um, cosmic brownies too. Huge. Oh, yeah, part. Like yeah, anytime yeah, I eat yeah. a cosmic brownie, it just reminds me of elementary school. For me, like, it's o- it's oatmeal cream pies, little W oatmeal mm, cream pies. Remind me of my dad and just mm, eating those with yeah. my dad and watching a movie. Yeah, it reminds me of like trading lunches uh, in elementary school. Like somebody would have a cosmic brownie. I'd be like, I will give you my kidney for that right now. How many kidneys do you have now, Jose? Zero. He's he's doing zero. Also, uh, the kids were like, I don't want a kidney. What am I going to do? But you forced them on them. But I would cut it out. I'd be like, here you go. Give me the cosmic brownie. Then they had to. So you've only eaten two cosmic brownies in your whole life? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, anytime I, I eat, and it's just I, the packaging, like it's bright yeah, and it's yep. the little, the, the colors in it. Every time I eat one or I yeah. see one or I fight somebody for one. And another, another like food related nostalgic thing is, um, tangerine Altoids. Did you ever have those? No, I didn't like mints as a kid. They weren't mints, Max. I didn't, like Alt- I didn't like Altoids as a kid. It's funny either. because it's the one time Altoids made something that wasn't. I've, I've seen them. And they were in, I know a, they were in like in a, a, a yeah. silver round um, packaging, yeah, like in Altoids, like in Altoids. But anyway, they had they had different kinds. There was also mango and like a bunch of other ones. But the tangerine ones were like the only ones they sold, like around here in Payson. So I, anytime I went to either Smith's or Payson Market, I always had to get a package nice. of tangerine. Of, uh, Oh shoot! He fell asleep because he made tangerine a Altoid sours. <laughs> that was the joke. and they would cut the roof of my mouth, yeah. and I would be in pain for days, like for days but it was afterwards. Worth it. But it was freaking worth it. Let me tell you. <laughs> the 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 point here is the point. Whole point of this episode isn't just two guys reminiscing about their uh, better days, right? We're trying mm-hmm. to present things that somebody else who listens to it might be like, "Oh man, I remember that," and create that positive feeling and release of endorphins in that person as well at least that's what i wanted this to be nostalgia for me is is about remembering things that i don't have access to now it doesn't mean that i want to go back to those days but it's just nice to remember them so like a big a lot of nostalgia is tied to like my time spent in mexico and like i'm you know i'm not able to visit mexico now and so for me it's 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 a nice reminder of the time that i spent there and and keeping those memories alive like a food one would be like Nesquik chocolate milk mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would go down. There was a, a little restaurant down the road from where we lived with my grandpa. And they made um, sub sandwiches, like Mexican. They're called tortas. They're a little different than sub sandwiches because they're wider. But I always had to get chocolate milk with it. And it was they used Nesquik uh, chocolate milk mix at that restaurant to make their chocolate milk. It reminds me of, of that time. And just like the simplicity of it. And it, and it paints this like very graphic picture in my head. Or very detailed, not graphic. <laughs> I was like, yo, what? Whoa. This very detailed <laughs> picture of what my neighborhood was like and where everything was because, like, I associated it with a specific place. Also, we've been conditioned to fall into nostalgia because we've been raised by right. a generation that prioritized their nostalgia in our right, media. Yeah. We have nostalgia for a decades that we didn't that live we in. That we never experienced. Like, yeah. I have nostalgia for J.J. Abrams' 2011 film, Super 8. Right, uh, which is a film that takes place in the '80s, and I have nostalgia for that now. But it's it's through it's through this weird second hand, like right. It's, it's, and that's what's weird about right. it. 
it's interesting that you had that because literally one of my sections in my list was nostalgia from parents, like things yeah. that were passed down to me that are nostalgic, but it was only because my parents were like, this is a thing from our childhood. You have to know this. Yeah. One of those big things was my dad and I, we, he, he never really, uh, he's one of those guys that just based on, on the sort of life that he lived and, and, and how he was raised, he never really shared a lot about his childhood with us, except for Thundercats. He insisted that I had to know what Thundercats was and that I had to like Thundercats. Uh, do you have no. anything like that? Or? <clears throat> what do you mean? Uh, like a, Any like sort a, of oh, nostalgia that was like passed to you? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones. Mm. Uh, I remember the first time I watched Indiana Jones, which was pretty great. We were on VHS tapes and my friend lived down the street and they were doing, they were pouring cement in his sidewalk that day. Mm. And I was like eight. And my dad was like, you're old enough to watch Indiana Jones. And so I watched like the first Indiana Jones, but I would pause it and I would book it down to my friend's house and be like, you gotta, you gotta come see this. And he would run back with me and I would show him the one scene from Indiana Jones. And I'd be like, isn't that cool? And he'd be like, that's really cool. And then he'd be like, well, I have to go back home now. because I'm not supposed to hang out today. And I was like, okay. And then he would go home. But, um, you know, I mean, mainly for me, as far as nostalgia that my parents passed down to me, it's music. Um, mm, okay. my dad, my dad raised me listening to all the things that he grew up listening to, you know, like, right. uh, and he just prioritized teaching me and my sister about music that he grew up listening to and just music that's important to pop mm-hmm. culture and world history in general. But, um, it's really weird because, and this goes back to that, you know, my big nostalgia summer where, uh, you know, right before I went to college, summer of 2018, baby, mm. I, I realized that I had separated myself into different distinct people mm. throughout my life. Like I yes. was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm separating my very, I'm comp- yeah, that's the word. I'm like doing that, but just for 18 years, yeah. like, like a 60 year old man would do that. But like, I'm like, no, I was a different person back then. How old were you? I was seven. I was a different guy back then. I'm not proud of who I was. And everyone's like, what? You were well, yeah, seven. Yeah, you were seven. And, I, and I'm like, I don't know what happened to me. It's like, no. you grew up. And I'm like, no. No, I was I was a different person. I miss that then. guy. He was better. I should be him. I should be him. And they're like, you want to be seven years old? And I'm like, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know. But you know, for me, in that moment, I felt like I have to unite these mm-hmm. parts of me and realize that I am still that same person. I've just changed over my life, and I can still like the things I used to like. And you, so long as you remember all the all people, people that, that you used, used to be. To be. That is from Matt Smith uh, as the 11th Doctor on the <laughs> British uh, sci-fi series Doctor Who. I tried to put it in my high school graduation speech, and they cut it out. <laughs> the school cut it out. They were like, the no, school you get cut one. It out? Well, they, they said, you get one reference to Doctor Who. <laughs> they literally said <laughs> Did that. Did they me. really say that? Well, it was Mrs. Ralph, because she was like, you can't. Oh, yeah. You have too much Doctor Who in the speech. And I was like, oh, man. So I chose Capaldi's, Capaldi's end speech. Anyway... <laughs> I remember being like, can I cut out some of the, the rest of this, like this personal stuff? And she was like, no, that's what makes your speech good. Forget about Doctor Who. And I was like, ah, okay. That's, that's, such a, that's such a Jose problem yeah. that you had too much Doctor Who you in your graduation Doctor- speech. Well, see, your problem is here. She's like opening up the trunk to your car. Yeah. And she's like, the problem is here is you've got a bunch of TARDIS merch in there. You've got to take this out. Oh, but what if I just took off the wheels? Won't the car run no, better that way? No, but that's that's what makes your car go. You gotta take out all this weird Doctor Who stuff that's clogging up your gas tank. That's mm. dangerous. You're gonna but blow I, up. But I think I need that though. No, I don't really need windshield wipers, do I? And then you're like, 
what is but then you're like hey but you know doesn't that i like this stuff because it makes me feel like my car is a tortoise yeah <laughs> they're like first off there's problems. a lot wrong with this situation man we we gotta sit you down because uh and you're like oh so you mean you want me to regenerate and they're like can you no, stop stop it <laughs> these are all very niche jokes <laughs> maybe not I, people know yeah Anyways, can I can I finish what yeah, I was saying? Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. No, it's. I mean, it was worth it. We got to talk Doctor right, Who for yeah, a bit. Go ahead. We got to talk shop. Gross. Why did I say <laughs> that? Cutting that out. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, but that summer, I decided that what I was going to do is I was going to make a playlist mm-hmm. of of songs that meant a lot to me yeah. throughout my life, and uh, and I just started. <laughs> Choosing and I, I limited it to just one song per band uh-huh. so that it wasn't mm. a, every song I'd ever heard because right. I'm really I, I have a strong connection to music and the music that I listened to as a kid and it was really beneficial mm-hmm. for me to just see my music taste and all these songs that I'd liked since I was a kid just as in mm-hmm. one place and it ended up to being take, yeah to take that trip to take yeah, that yeah, trip yeah, yeah 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 and yeah. so it literally charts from like the first song I can remember hearing. Mm-hmm. All the way to basically my freshman year of college, and then I and then I cut it off there, because it's now twelve hours and nineteen minutes long. Yeah. Which I once it hit that I was like, it's got to stop there because twelve nineteen is my birthday. Because I am wow. weird. I'm a weirdly yes. no, detail oriented <laughs> person, and I was like, if this playlist is a hundred and ninety eight songs mm-hmm. long, but it's twelve hours and nineteen minutes, that's cool with yeah. me. I was laughing a little bit throughout that entire thing, not because I think you're dumb. I mean, I do. You do, do and we know that. But it's because it was like you were just talking about everything that I did exactly. And I think, (laughs) and and, and, I don't know if we've had this conversation on this podcast yet, but Max and I are very similar people. And I think that's what's helped us, has helped our friendship. But also, maybe we're toxic for each other because we're (laughs) we're pretty much like the same person. But it... uh, I yeah, and but before I get into pretty much like how I went down that exact same path, what you what you just said though reiterates this this point that was made in this in this article that I read. It's okay to to sort of accept the flaws and and the the flaws and the pros of the people that you used to be and bring them together. This website, this article talked about the benefits of nostalgia. Um, it's becoming well established that engaging with the experience of nostalgia can improve your sense of motivation increase your productivity, and even decrease your experience of loneliness or disconnection. But no, so I did the same thing like Max. I was going to college, and I was like, I'm having an identity crisis. Who am I? Yep. I don't know who I am anymore. Who am I without I'm high school? I'm only 18, but who am I? And I did the same thing where I made a playlist uh, based on all the music I used to listen to as a, ki- as a kid, and it's called The Music That Made Me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, was, uh, it was actually, you know... Over the last couple of years, I have come to terms with, with things about my mental health and stuff that maybe for a long time I sort of denied. And it was, I think that's part of what caused me to go through this. But it was very, very helpful and very healing for me to go through and do this because as with every song that I listened to, I remember the good and the bad about yeah. being younger and, you know, learning from the bad and also remembering the good and being like, I need to have that in my life again. Like I need to remember that feeling and, and and work to be able to be like that person again or not be like that person again. So yeah, I, I, I think it's good to have nostalgia passed down to you. And I think it's good to revisit things from your childhood. It doesn't have to be, 
you know, nostalgia helps you come to terms with yep. some of those things. I agree. Do you, sorry, you were going to say something? Oh, I was, well, it's kind of a, it was going to take us way off track of this emotional through line that we've found. That's this. fine. I think that was the end of that. So it's fine. Do you associate specific foods or smells with a specific year or time of year? Because, well, let me explain mine really quick. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sometimes, if I smell Wendy's chicken nuggets, I am taken back to summer of 2006, mm. and I don't know why. <laughs> Interesting. Um, oh, man, I, there's a book called Tiki Tiki Tembo. Yeah. No Sorembo. You remember that book? Oh, nope. No, no, I was thinking of Ricky Dicky Tavi. Never mind. Oh, what's up? What's up with all these icky dickies? That's what I say. <laughs> well, Tiki Tiki Tembo no Sorembo, something 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 that keeps going on is like a traditional Chinese story. I think that was made into a children's book, and I associate that with 2007. The oh. reason is 2007 was the year I came to the U.S. and Tiki Tiki Tembo was one of the first English books that I was allowed to read after I had gone through my ESL course okay yeah so as i was learning english tiki tiki tembo was this book that my <laughs> my esl teacher mr Wazo at wilson elementary school yeah. gave to me and said you should read this even though it had a lot of like mandarin in it so i don't know <laughs> how that would help me <laughs> most of the book was you're you're like mandarin. what are these english <laughs> words <laughs> somebody's like, like oh, hey jose how you doing today and i'm like tiki tiki tembo and they're like what <laughs> I'm like, uh, no Sorembo, walla walla. But then they're like, oh, he's speaking Spanish. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, 2007, um, taken back to that. Speaking of just school, uh, school mm. lunches, man. Yeah. Just, like, I think I saw a picture of those Uncrustables the other day, and I sent it to you and our mutual <laughs> the, friend, Caden Flippin, and I was like, mutual friend, Caden Flippin, it, yeah. it was the cheese one, because they had mm. two different, in, I don't know if this is in every right. American school. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm it's outside of them. Okay, well. At, we only have my, the sweet ones. Okay, well, at my American school, at my American elementary school, I don't know why I'm still saying American, for our one listener in Spain. <laughs> ah, hola, en nuestras escuelas americanas teníamos Uncrustables de queso o crema de cacahuate. They got yeah. it. They're, on, they, they're understanding right. that. So, so yeah. they had, there were two kinds of Uncrustables we had at my, at my elementary school, which was also Wilson Elementary for a time. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Mike, are we giving too much away about our lives? I was thinking about this after someone... we did the Payson episode. Like, in the future, is someone going to track us down based on all that information? Let them come. That's what I say. I'm always re- I'm always ready for a fight. That Vin was Diesel? Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel's what? here. He was just... Where was he? I'm right here. I think he's hacked. He's hacked, our, he's hacked our recording Jose session. Max? Jose Valle. Yes? Make sure, make sure that... Jose, can you hear me? It's Max. Make sure that you appreciate your family. Also, go to Orlando. Go to Universal Studios. Ride the Fast and Furious ride. Oh, okay, okay, Mr. Diesel. Vin Diesel out. Wow. Jose, Max, can you hear me? Gonna, Jose, can you you're hear not gonna me? Be, Vin Diesel hijacked your rec- the recording. No I way. I can only hear him. No and way. he just told me. It was actually really good. He told me to appreciate my family. But then he also told me that we have to go to Orlando and ride the Fast and the Furious ride. I, okay. I don't know what to do with this information. Well, I couldn't hear anything for a bit, and I don't think you could hear me. I was just yelling, so. I couldn't hear you. All I could hear was uh, Vin Diesel's sweet, wow. deep, wow voice. Yeah. Do you think that message was for both of us, or did he say it was for you, or? I think it was only for me. I think oh. I have to go to Universal and ride the Fast, Fast and Furious, and Furious ride. ride. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, well. Uh, all right. I have to yeah. go. No, I okay. have to go right now. Okay. No, bye. I'll, yeah. Okay. See ya. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm uh, I'll go after this. I'll go. Okay. After yeah. This. Yeah. No, I think I do have to take a pilgrimage there at some point. Yeah, Vin Diesel. That doesn't happen any day. Is Vin Diesel God? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what were we talking about before that? <laughs> uh, school lunches. Uh, Uncrustables. <laughs> At my school, they had, mm-hmm. they had Uncrustables, which were peanut butter and jelly. And it's basically just like bread without the crust, thus the Uncrustables name. And it's like sealed around it, kind of like a dumpling, yeah. I guess. But then yeah, they yeah. had a they had a grilled cheese version which was mm. awful and I hated it because the <laughs> cheese was so bad and it was yeah. it's like this grilled cheese uncrustables and I sent it to you and our mutual friend Caden Flippin mm. and 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 I was like oh remember this and then you were like that looks disgusting and Caden was like those were good. good. <laughs> that's a, if you know our mutual friend Caden that's a very on brand thing for him to say is to say these are good. <laughs> Oh, he's um, eating one right then? <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah, he eats every are good. day. Um, yeah, no, my students, they, they serve Uncrustables at the school that I work at. And so our students, a lot of our students have them. And every time I'm like, whoa, I remember these. Yeah. And I never had them as a kid, though. I was like, that's gross. And then by yeah. the time I wanted to have them, like sixth grade, our school had stopped serving it. Part yeah. of you. They were like, Thanks, no, we're not Michelle serving Obama. Anymore. <laughs> no, she's all right. Nah, she's all right. I actually like her a lot. Um, but they had stopped serving them, and I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I wanted to try these. And now I feel weird about just going to the grocery store and buying some. So I, No, man, you should. Buy some. Next time I? we do a, I next, No, next time we do a movie night, we'll do that. Remember okay. that time we okay, did a movie we'll night it. and we watched the yes. Thura and we got zebra cakes? Yes. Those were good. Zebra cakes, zebra cakes oh. are good. Everyone go very do good. yourself a favor if you're not, you know, if you don't have like a gluten allergy or, you know, something like allergy that. allergy to a bunch of dyes. Yeah, just go and get some, like, are those Little Debbie or are those host? Those are Little Debbie. Little Debbie, yeah. Yeah, zebra cakes. They are, mm. they're, they're too good. They're, mm, it's like, Delicious. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what language that was. Hey, on this page. Yo, was it? It was like almost Italian, almost I, yeah, French, yeah, yeah. almost Spanish. I don't know. Say it again. Delicious. Delicious. Mm, mm, delicious. Delicious. Uh, overcast days in like the spring or fall yes. and if wind is blowing uh that yes. just that wow, takes me yes. back to like okay. walking that takes me back to like walking home from school recess just my entire life yeah and i as a kid i used to think i could control the weather i thought that i was yeah. like an airbender Natural. i thought that because sometimes like one day when i got really angry at someone one time because i used to be really angry at people you know the feeling we are the same right, yeah <laughs> i used to get really angry at people at recess and the wind started blowing and it got overcast and cloudy and i was like i made that happen and so I am the child of Zeus, <laughs> pretty much. And so, um, but then also just I I love I you know as a kid I loved to run in the wind because it always mm. made me feel like I was moving like if I ran with right. it it felt like I was moving super fast and I was like this is right, awesome. Yeah. And uh, and so yeah and even to this day when it's windy outside I get this like motivational and creative boost in my spirit like my soul like yeah. is lifted by it. It feels like when I was yeah. a kid because I loved that weather. It just takes me back to like playing Star Wars with my friends in their front yard mm. on like a fall day. Like, yeah. Did you ever when you played Star Wars in in, in uh, with your friends? Did you ever stab a lightsaber into them because they would retract? No, because that was dangerous. Because sometimes they wouldn't retract. Hey, they tell you not I to do that. I used to do that, and I and I and and my friends, I just did it. And then one day, my friend was like, ah, "You know, it really hurts when you do that." And I was like, "Wait, that hurts." <laughs> 
I was like, why have you not been saying anything? Wait, but he never like did that. To, he never did that to you. No, because I would. I. 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 I just never would win. Got it. I would always win. I was. I had to be the winner. <laughs> I had to. Or otherwise, I wouldn't play with him. And uh, one day he was like, you know, one, it's not fair that you always have to win, and two, that really hurts. And I was like, I like did it to myself, and I was like, ow. Oh, that yeah. does hurt. What? There's a warning on the lightsaber toys that are like, yeah, please do not stab warning. them into things. For, they do not retract easily. Me no, and I the winners, always... we used to stab each other. Now, that's why we got a bunch of weird scars <laughs> on our body. I just I just always used to hate when, when I would play Star Wars or like superheroes with someone else, with like a kid, and they would be like, they'd, they'd be make like, up rules I'm, I'm invincible. Yeah. And it'd be like, why are you yeah, invincible? And they're, like, and they're like, I'm using the force to make myself invincible. And then like, with, like shut up, Trey. I had to I had to convince my friends growing up like if one of them was like if one of them was like my superpower is that I have all the powers of everyone and also I'm invincible I would have to like bargain with them yeah. so that they would like not right, do hang that on, I'll give I'd be you. like I'd be like you have to have one weakness and they'd be like no I don't I'd be like you have you have to have one weakness and they'd be like okay uh, my one weakness is my left eye and then I'd be like okay I'd be like sure I guess okay fine I would always be like you can only have four powers. Oh, Cause, see, because your body can't contain more than that. And they'd be I even, like, oh wow. Okay. I eventually, t- <laughs> we were both the, we were both the, uh, what's that like? The worst friend. <laughs> no, we were both the like puppet the puppet master. No, what's it called? It's like a, it's like a manipulator. Some, no, it's someone. <laughs> okay, now I just feel like you're you're being being mean to me. <laughs> feel like manipulative, like asshole, like piece of crap, dude. What do you mean? No, no, no. It's something I used to do as a kid. Oh, like be a meanie and nobody liked, and you suck and you stink. That that. No, it's what's it called? It, it, it's the name of the. Uh, it's like a manager. It's like it's like a minuscule or like something where it's like micromanager. Micro. <laughs> yeah, that. That, that was, is that that's what I was of? trying to say. It's like we were both the micromanaging friends. We it were was definitely like, the micromanager. It was like you can only have four powers because your right. body can only hold four. We're gonna restrict your imagination so that it's fair. <laughs> I I I liked I th- I think it's a good thing we weren't friends as kids because I think we would have just. Clap. Butted yeah. heads. I mean, like think about would've... when think about when we first went on student council together. Yeah. And I think yeah. one time you took me outside, and you were like, "Hey, can I talk to you outside?" I don't like to think about that. <laughs> I don't. Anytime like to think it about comes it up in my mind, I'm like, "Ugh." That was Same the here. Worst. Same here. Bad but for my point, I'm like, I'm bad like, nostalgia. Oh, oh, yeah, bad nostalgia. What's a those, that nostalgia that comes to you in the middle of the night? That's like, hey, maybe you were, maybe you weren't a cool person for a maybe long time. you were the villain in this story. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, maybe I was the bad guy. <laughs> Oh no! Oh man, maybe I was the friend that yelled at everyone too much. So maybe I was maybe the friend be- that cried and ruined our snowball fights every time. <laughs> Not that that actually happened. Um, when you were saying that thing about the wind, that's funny because that exact same thing. Like anytime it was an overcast, windy day, but it's not the same. It doesn't remind me of the same thing. Because you would me. use your powers for evil when for you evil, had the yeah. control of the wind. As if, I rob a bank. as if I was. As if I was. Okay, but what would you do if an eight-year-old controlling the wind came to your house and asked for all your money? What I would, would give do? it to him. What am I, I going right? to do? What am I going to do? I don't have any powers. I'm a 21-year-old guy living in his parents' basement. Hey, me too. Man. It's not, yeah. We're too <sighs> similar. Um, one of us has to. I've got long hair, so that. I've got, like, that long, yeah. like, going I mean, down also, my also, we're sh- different yeah. ethnicities and, and different that religious backgrounds. Yeah. And our glasses different colors, and slightly yeah. different styles. So we'll I always, get... I always loved when we were in high school, and I would draw, I would start drawing a picture of one of us, and then I'd be like, "Hey, everyone, who am I drawing?" And then everyone would be like, "Uh," Jose, uh. and I'd be like, "No, it's me." And then I would make my hair standy uppy, yeah, <laughs> like more, or like cur- curlier than more yours. More standy uppy. 
for me that that setting though of like overcast day with wind reminds me of watching alvin and the chipmunks 90s movies i don't know why it like always takes me back to watching alvin and the chipmunks meet the wolfman which i had on vhs i still have on vhs uh, and just watching that and being like this is life this is this is the i had a tree while i was holding a magic treehouse book and i was like this is life I like I, I we lived on the fourth floor of this like apartment uh, complex and there was a tree right outside my window so when the wind hit the tree would like tap 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 like on my window Sick. and Upbeat. I would on yeah and then I'd be like my friend the witch doctor he told me what to do and the tree would take it away you had a magical childhood mine was just full of me yelling and crying at everyone and thinking I could control the weather. <laughs> Meanwhile, trees are making music for you while you watch Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Birds are dressing me in the morning. Man, screw you. <laughs> People are like, wow, Max, you sound great. I'm like, nah, I wasn't as good as Jose's. Um, but no, so like, it just reminds me of like that or like watching Alvin and the Chipmunks meet the, the or meet Frank Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> meet the Robinsons. Alvin and the Chipmunks meet the Robinsons. Um... Yeah, it's like a very specific memory of like being sorry. in my room, sorry, like I'm watching it on an old those old square TVs Can that just... did the like yeah, and then like the yeah. static sound. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking about I'm just thinking about other movies that start with meet the and that Alvin Alvin the Chipmunks meet the parents meet the Fockers. <laughs> I thought that title was hilarious as a kid yeah. because it's like F O C K E R right yeah. Fokker, and I was like. Oh, you see can when say I was a, that see when not I, a bad word. See when I was a kid, I was like, "That's a bad word." I was like, "I'm not. I can't say that." I would always say one school, and then teachers would be like, "You can't say that." And I'm like, "But it's a last name." Oh, I'm you were that Fokker. kid. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh man, we would not have gotten along. I had yeah. a I had a stick up my butt for years. Mm. I remember in fourth grade, I did a spelling bee. This has nothing to do with nostalgia at this point. No, uh, I had a stick up my butt. I was I was a little bit of that kid, but I also had the biggest stick up my n- butt. Now hang on. I had a stick up my butt. No, hang on. People didn't like me either. Hang on. <laughs> you can't take credit as the only one of us who people didn't like as a kid. You can't no, be the only in... one of the kid that people were like, "Ugh, this guy." I was also that guy too. <laughs> in fourth grade, man, I was the fourth grade is probably my peak terrible time. Mm-hmm. Maybe fifth grade, fourth, fifth grade. I was just, ugh. I had my moments all the time. If we're gonna talk about bad <laughs> nostalgia. One time in sixth grade, I was I was I was having some sort of episode, and I was just singing the Beatles while my guitar guitar gently weeps to myself, just going around a flagpole. And these girls were like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "And I was like, what do you think would happen? Like, what how would what would you feel if I died?" And they were like, "What?" <laughs> but I was just right but I wasn't asking because I like genuinely thought about it. I was asking because I wanted attention. Like I was like, and also right, yeah. one time there was a lawnmower going on in the playground. I was like. Would you guys feel if I went under that? <laughs> they were like, "What?" And I was like, "Just what would you feel? Do you like me? Please tell me you like me. I want to be liked so much that I'm gonna ask." What if about... tomorrow I got kidnapped? What if we were walking home and then a van pulled up and they only took me, but not you guys? What would you feel? I, How would you? Would I you don't miss know. Me? I guess I would. Would probably... you miss me? I would. I don't know. I'd probably call the cops. I don't. Yeah, I would miss you. I'd probably call the cops. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So cool. you're saying like you want that to happen then, or no? <laughs> no. What? What are you doing? <laughs> what? I'm just trying to walk home, man. Stop talking to me. And I just want attention. I want to feel liked. 
Because I'm what if tomorrow? I'm, what if tomorrow? I'm generally I had, I had, unlikable right now. Oh man, now you're now it's turning into that kid from Polar Express. Jeez. Hi. You mean Ben Shapiro, young Ben Shapiro? <laughs> yeah. The Ben um, Shapiro of our childhood. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bleep out this name, but I'm gonna say a name, and we're both gonna laugh about it. Yep. <laughs> got him. And he doesn't even know we got him. <laughs> That's the thing is, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't know. the perfect example. And no one will ever know. Oh, Anyways, man. in fourth grade one time I did the spelling bee. And mm-hmm. uh, and I and I spelled death wrong because I got really stressed. I got really stressed. I was really good at spelling, but I couldn't do spelling bees because I would get right. so anxious. Yeah. And like they were like, spell death. And I was like, um, E-D-E-A-T-H-E-D. And then they were like, that's wrong. And then I think I backed away from the mic saying, oh, my gosh. And I was so ashamed. <laughs> and then this girl was like, this girl was like, you said, oh, my God. And I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't say that. Like, the next day at school, she was like, I heard you. And I was like, I didn't say that. I said, oh, that my gosh. That is a lie, Mr. Electric. Ever's head to the principal's <laughs> office and expelled him immediately. But I was like, no, I didn't. I promise I didn't. I would never say that. If we're talking bad, I could go on and on about bad nostalgia. Oh, my goodness. But uh, just, uh, yes, I remember crying a lot in elementary school. And yeah. Everyone hated me. <laughs> Yeah. They didn't. I had friends, but I no, just made hated them feel you. bad a lot. Everybody oh, hated oh, you. Oh, good, good. <laughs> good. Um, Sunday nights are usually the night, now that I'm living at home and while I was at home in, in um, high school, that Sunday nights were like always family night. Like we'd watch TV or something. So, but there was like one specific just feeling that I would get from watching America's Funniest Home Videos on Sunday nights with my family as it would come on on ABC. I went back and rewatched some of America's Funniest Home Videos. He says some dodgy stuff, Tom Bergeron. He says some dodgy stuff, but for the most part, it holds up. Sure. Is it Bergeron or is it Bergeron? Sure. You know, as soon as I said it out loud, it's Bergeron. It's Bergeron. I think. No one's last name is Bergeron. <laughs> That's a mascot of a fast food restaurant that died. Fast food mascot. Speaking, super nostalgia for the um, the uh, hamburger. What were they called? The McDonald's hamburger squad? Or whatever they called them, the Ronald what, McDonald like, Squad or whatever. You know, they got the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just had a stroke. You got. You have the hamburger. You got Grimace. You got that one yellow bird girl. What's her name? Birdie the Early Bird was her name. What? I don't remember her at all. Mm. I've never seen her. Yeah, I was. I frequent uh, Mayor McCheese. I know Mayor McCheese. I've heard of. Him. I frequented McDonald's because well. <laughs> Why when I lived frequented in, like like you were like well back in the day I used to go down to McDonald's and I frequented like a kid's like we're going to McDonald's for my birthday and you're like oh it's like a classmate in third grade and you're like yeah. oh you're going to McDonald's are you I too frequent their business and I enjoy getting a happy meal no so for me like go, going to McDonald's do you know Mayor McCheese personally I do he's my friend he wrote me this letter um so we would go like going to mcdonald's when i lived in mexico was like a luxury it wasn't like a thing that we could just do all the time for a long time in my life like going to mcdonald's was a special thing because i was like i never get to go to mcdonald's but when we used to go in mexico uh it was like right around the time when they were like bringing back the squad the the ronald mcdonald squad so i remember like going and like they had a big thing of grim of uh the hamburglar like out front and grimace was like in the in the in the kids in the kids area and he was just no like, keep him away from staring the like this like do you ever feel like face. do you feel like grimace eats kids do you feel oh, like he that's definitely his does. function mm-hmm. I, like I don't know what Grim function. is, who he is, where he comes from. Cause, I just, because I'm very weary of him. Because Mayor McCheese, what, you have like xenophobia for Grimace? Yes. I don't like this Grimace. I don't know where he comes from. I don't like it. I don't trust him. 
I, he's not from around here. I'll say that much. <laughs> but like Mayor McCheese eats cheese probably, right? Yeah. Hamburglar eats hamburgers. Ronald McDonald just is the head of McDonald's. What was Birdie the early bird? She probably eats the breakfast food there. Yeah, and, sure. But Grimace. Yeah, he has he to. He eats kids. He has he to. He eats bad kids. He eats kids who eat at Burger King. Oh, so Grimace yeah, is like a Grimace is like a, a Christmas legend. He's like Krampus. Yes, he's what he was. Is he was basically he was uh, the McDonald's mafia family's like hitman, who would take out their rivals. <laughs> Ronald's like the other day. Hey, Grimace, Grimace, come in here. And Grimace is like, okay, yeah, boss. What's up, boss? And bosses and Ronald McDonald's like the other day. I drove past the kingdom. You know the Burger uh, King's yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Can you explain to me? Why I saw kids at Burger King the other day. I'll tell you why, boss. These kids, they don't got no respect. Grimace, they don't remember you, Grimace, what it was like. No, Grimace, stop. Your only job is to eat the kids who go to Burger King. Can you tell me why I, kids I, are oh, alive and eating <laughs> and laughing at Burger but, King? Wait, uh, you know what? I think the thing here is, boss, I think there's been a, a bit of a misunderstanding. I wasn't aware that there was a new Burger King. I didn't know. I, I will take care of it right now, boss. I'm sorry. I Grimace. All right? Grimace. I'm a nice guy. I'm You're a nice the guy. nicest guy I'm a guy generous I know, boss. boss. Yes, I'm a generous are. boss. Yes. I've given you two strikes already. You, boss, have, <laughs> you have one more chance. Okay. Hey, boss. Because I'm generous. I'm a nice You're guy. You're the I'm most Ronald generous guy. Yes, yes. I'm going to get this done for you. There will be no more kids. I, at that Burger King, I will burn it down if I have to. And don't let the king know it was you. That's important. It's done. Hey, we don't want a turf. We don't want a turf done. wall here. <laughs> so yeah, that's our. So new yeah, movie Grimace eats out. the kids. <laughs> Grimace eats the kids. Um, okay, uh, I think I think we've got a bunch of good examples. I think we should end it on one big one. What's one big thing that? It's it's like the one nostalgic thing that you just love the most that you can get go to any time, that it makes you just feel good, it makes you feel all the goodness of of days gone by. Hmm. I think for me and I I, I <clears throat> yes this is a no okay yes, <laughs> it's playing Super Mario Bros like the first okay game. oh the whether original. it's on an emulator. Or um, like on the little miniature Nintendos that they sell now, the Super Nintendos. Playing Super Mario Bros. for me is like the peak of, it's the like what reminds me of my childhood the most. But it has uh-huh. to be that game. Like I can play the other games and be fine. But like playing Super Mario Bros. Because when we lived in Puerto Vallarta, there was an arcade down the street from us. And they had a Super, a Super Mario's uh, machine. Or what were they called? A cabinet. Game cabinet. Mm-hmm. So I would go and play on that, <clears throat> and it was just like that was the peak of my childhood, like being free and being able to go like run down the street and go play. And it just reminds me of everything good. And anytime I play it, it, it just reminds me of that. And like it's a connection that I can share with my dad because he and his brothers used to play it growing up. And like, yeah. So I think that's it for me. When I, when I was eight, I got really into space. Like mm. I became obsessed with just space. I had this giant poster on my wall of all the satellites that mankind had sent out into our solar the system, final like yeah. Voyager and all that stuff, right? And like Cassini and all these things. And I just had that poster up and I just loved space so much. And I would listen to Coldplay's X and Y album and just like think about space 
and mm-hmm. look at pictures of space. And I just loved Saturn. Like Saturn was the best to me. And so for me, like even just the other day, my, my girlfriend got me a puzzle. And I was like a puzzle of like Mercury, like infrared Mercury. Yeah. And I was putting that puzzle together w- one night. And then I was like, oh, and I had I have the vinyl record of X and Y. So I put that mm-hmm. on the on the record player. And I was literally just like, it was just this rush of just like, what's the good chemical? Endorphins? Is that what Endorphins, it is? yeah. Yeah, I had like this rush of that just because I was like, man, I love space. Like I was like, I yeah. love space space and i love this album so i'm just like it was just like this huge just really big night for me where That's i was awesome. like i just love thinking about space and putting and like listening to that album because it reminds me of space and mm-hmm. i would say that's probably my biggest nostalgic yeah. thing and i think that's that's the 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 final thought that i want to leave <clears throat> the listeners with is is um i just want everybody to, to if you want to take a sort of grand idea or the theme of this episode so to speak is that I've I've said it a bunch of times and I'm just hammering it in because we're coming to the end of the year and th- this season of holidays and this especially the the winter season you know because of the the symbolism between death and rebirth it's it's a it's a hard time for a lot of people and a lot of people you know they're gonna find them they might find themselves where they're for whatever reason they're just feeling down and I want if any, if the listeners are gonna take any message from this uh, episode is that I want them to know that nostalgia can always be a friend to them in those times and that. It's okay to revisit your past and it's okay to revisit the things that you so desperately like long for. But the key distinction is that you have to be careful not to live in the past. It's okay to remember it, but you can't live in the past. That's where the danger comes, right? And so I encourage all of you who are feeling down to maybe revisit some things from your childhood, whether it be a favorite snack, a favorite TV show, um, a favorite... uh, movie a favorite game uh even a a favorite shirt you got an old shirt put that shirt on um and just let yourself be wrapped up in that feeling and remember remember those feelings and 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 think about what it was that made them so positive to you and what it was that made them so good to you you know and and try to if you're missing that in your life then try to try to put some of that back in your life and uh just know that nostalgia is your friend. It's not an enemy. Uh, it can help you motiv- motivate you, can help you focus, and it can help you decrease those feelings of loneliness. But you just have to make sure that... Well, there's, a, there's a quote. I'm, I'm trying to think of what it is, but there's like a quote where it's like, it's okay to remember the past, but you just can't... You got to make sure that you don't live in it or something like that. But the point is, yeah, that, that's what I want to leave you guys with is that final thought of it's okay to reminisce and it's okay to... to uh, dive into nostalgia every once in a while uh, so long as you realize that the person that you are now is is an amalgamation and the creation of those times so those times haven't left you behind not really they're still there you just have to dig them up every once in a while and it's okay to do that because it helps you so anything you want to add to that max i rambled a little bit there <laughs> no that's good i think that's really good i just i mean yeah find find things that you know, help you feel secure. I mean, it's proven. I'm pretty sure. Again, we are not like licensed psychologists or yes. anything. You know, I just, I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, it's funny because this feels like a podcast that we would do with people who are experts on what we talk about. Right. But yeah. instead, it's just two guys being like, I don't know. This is what I feel. But I feel like find you know find something that makes you feel secure. It's been a hard year. It's December 30th when this goes out. Uh, so it's the end of 2020 and, and and it's been a really rough year and that 
won't necessarily end. I love New Year's Eve because it 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 is a holiday that celebrates nostalgia and mm-hmm. it celebrates memories and literally like Auld Lang Syne makes me cry because it's literally just a song about old times and mm-hmm. just remembering old times and it's just this is like I I love New Year's Eve because it's it's a symbol of just making it another year and and another year of memories to look back on and to learn from and so I just think Jose totally just nailed it and I'm kind of detracting from it by talking for so long. No, no, no. But um but yeah, just find what makes you feel secure and don't be afraid to connect with what many might say is childish. Don't mm-hmm. don't be ashamed to connect with your old self and to and to understand. And again, maybe it's different for different people. Maybe maybe you don't right. maybe the thing you need to do is to I don't know. I don't know. Connect with with yourself and with who you are and and yeah, I think just think back on on good memories and learn from the bad ones, and just don't be afraid to get sentimental and don't be afraid to get nostalgic. Uh, we've come yeah. to the end of the holiday season that is kind of about this. That's about being mm. you know grateful and to be you know nostalgic and sentimental about everything. But right. I think at the end of all this, I'm just like I just want to, I just want to share love and joy and right. just like yeah. let's let's I, love I, what we love and let's mm-hmm. be joyful in what makes us joyful and i hope that us reminiscing on things about our specific childhood did that for s- some people i'm sure that i think we we talked about oh yeah the, i'm uh, sure like 90 like percent of our audience yeah. remembers the exactly. soccer and anime. that was what i wanted <laughs> yes i wanted you all to remember the soccer anime <laughs> do you guys remember digimon adventures how it give you all a headache um, but yeah, so I think if, if I want, if I was going to wrap this thought up with a quote, I want it to be this. We're all different people all through our lives and that's okay. That's good. You've got to keep moving. So long as you remember all the people that you used to be. What a, what a button, what a button on that. What a way of connect. You know, we talked yeah. about that earlier. Yes. We connect. Wow. That was really solid ending. Jose. Yeah. And I that's think really that's good. the end of the show then Max, where, where can, uh, they can find me at maxbenyon.com. They can find me at Max Benyon on YouTube. Uh, you know, I would say that's it. Maxbenyon.com is where I share a lot of my poetry, a lot of my speeches, the writing. I need to share mm, more stuff with that. I've been, I've been right. Th- thank you. That's very nice. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I need, I have a lot of writing I've been doing all year. I'm thinking about dumping a lot of it on the website just as the end of mm-hmm. 2020. Jose, Yes. Where can people find you? Well, if people want to uh, go check me out on social media, I'm at j.valle, uh, V-A-L-L-E is how you spell my last name. So j.valle underscore junior. I'm on Instagram and Twitter uh, by that name. They can also find me on YouTube at Jose Valle Jr. and uh, Animal Productions. Uh, or on my website as well, which I have, I, you can see my uh, video work and also one posting of writing that I have on there that I need to post more stuff. And that's Jose Uh, if you want, uh, more of me and Max aside from this podcast, we, uh, had Max on an episode of captain's log just recently where we had a, it was our Christmas special and we talked about, uh, Christmas time legends. Uh, so that was fun. It was fun. Uh, you guys can go check that out. And uh, we'll also probably have a radio drama uh, uh, that we recorded with Max as well uh, up on uh, Captain's Log. And um, I think that is it. Actually, it's not. If you want to reach us, feel free to email us at maxandjosepod at gmail.com. And also follow us on Twitter, uh, which yes, I that's think right. We I are, forgot. I, we have a Twitter and we have a Gmail. We I do. About I think those. it's I think it's at Max and Jose Pod. 
Uh, uh, yes, it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, follow us on Twitter and yeah. write to us we're if you want We're tweeting clips. We're tweeting, we're tweeting tweets. We're making jokes. We're laughing. You're we laughing. Are. We're having a good we're, time. We're all Everybody's having a good laughing. time. What Wait. is our next episode going to be on, Max? Our Do next you know? episode is about uh, a historical figure that is very weird and no one knows about. Um, and it'll probably be, be, it'll probably be, be what? What? Huh? Huh? It will. It will probably be me uh, talking about him and getting Jose's reaction to him. Uh, and it'll probably be like this. Oh, nice. No, I think it'll be. I think you'll no, be. No, it'll be more like this. Oh, no, nice. not even that. I think no? it'll be. No, I think you'll be. I think your mind will be blown by this. Jose. If, it, if it's anything like the dream mind, it <laughs> then yes. <laughs> Remember how I, excited I, I was about that. I would. You were very excited. I would put that. I would put it up there. I, it's very sweet. Odd. Hey, look, whatever it is, I'm sure I will love it. I just wanted to say thank you to everybody that did listen to the first episode and who has reached out and 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 been nice and and told us that uh, they love it. And it's not all Utah too. That's the thing that's nice. We've got that's like great. downloads in Idaho, Iowa, and then or we got I? Virginia, mm. Nevada, and mm. California. I don't think I know anybody in Virginia. I do. Maybe. I don't know. She might have been there. Anyway, and then we got the one in Spain, which is fun. Who is it? Well, we don't. Know. I, I mean, don't. I have like distant relatives in Spain, but I've never talked to them, so I. You doubt have a it's distant. Them. You have a distant great uncle who's like, and he's like, he's rich, he's dying, and yeah. then he's like, I found him. This is the one I'm giving my money to. Yeah, but then he he pressed play on the podcast, and then he tried to talk to you because he thought it was like a, a phone call, and he was like, "Who must be Jose? I have searched for you. Wait, no, wait." <laughs> Why are you talking Why, over me? Stop talking over me. That's very rude. No. You were <laughs> the then, chosen one. And then he died listening he to died. our podcast. Uh, well, I but don't hey, like this scenario that much. One, that's, we got I mean, the downloads. <laughs> what a way to go out that's listening to us. Counts. People from high school just messaged me and be like, hey, this is really good. And I even had a stamp of approval, Jose, from your hero, my dad. <gasps> yes, we did it. We made it, everybody. We made that's it. it. We, we did it. We got it. It's good Thanks, stuff. everybody. Uh, we'll we'll love see you, you soon. And we'll we'll love, we love you. Bye. Oh, uh, kissiners for the a kissiners listeners. Kissiners for her listeners. That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Bye.